A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. You know, it's kind of sad. We've never seen greater demand for mental health services with our farming community and our rural community in general. But boy, trying to find those resources and even getting people to still reach out and tap into the resources available is challenging. Sue Springer is in uh, studio with us. She is part of the Iowa County uh, Suicide Coalition that wants to make sure that they're bringing not only resources uh, to bear for people that need it, but just helping us better understand the issue of mental health. Take me back to what your life has been like, Sue. We haven't, we haven't physically gotten a chance to see each other for a year. What has been going on with the Suicide Coalition? What have you seen as far as demand? Give me a little sense. Yeah, thanks, Pam, for having me in today. You're right. It's been a crazy year with this COVID. Um, the demand is so much higher than it's ever been because people have been isolated in their homes. They've been losing their work. They've been losing their jobs. Um, sometimes when it comes to physical abuse and family domestic violence, that's really skyrocketed. So our demand's really high. Unfortunately, our ability to fundraise is really low. And even to do events to, to cause awareness or to do educational events has been impossible because we can't do it. We can't get together. So we've been doing things as far as putting out pens and brochures and business cards into all of the southwest Wisconsin, kind of into the counties through the um, milk trucks guys and the feed mills and stuff. We did that at the beginning through the lunches, the sack lunches they were sending home to all the kids in all the school districts and just doing what we can. But it's tough. And it's tough to let people know they really, really, really need to reach out for help. They need to ask for help. Well, and that's another issue that you brought to my attention, even though those resources are out there. And we've seen more resources come online, literally toll-free numbers and all that type of thing. But you said the numbers you see are alarming because suicides are up, not necessarily calls. Right, right. The suicides, the actual deaths are increasing, unfortunately, in our areas and in the rural communities. Unfortunately, the call centers, the 1-800 calls that are being received, have not really shown much of an increase. Um, what the scary part of that is that means people aren't even reaching out for help. They aren't even using those 800 numbers. I really cross my fingers and hope that they're talking to their doctors, their you know spiritual leaders, their families, their friends. But um, from the numbers we're seeing, they're not. And that's really a sad thing. What are you hearing from some of your other support mechanisms, those faith organizations, uh, some of the other community groups? They are, they're in the same predicament as you are, uh, want to do so much, but are, we're limited until we're starting to get more shots in the arms. What have they been telling you? Yeah, and unfortunately, it's the same thing. They can't gather. People can't get together. Um, that's even tougher. So when they're depressed and people are isolated in their homes and there's no options out there, they have to have Wi-Fi to go online. They have to have the technology. They have to have the iPads or the computers. They have to have, you know, something more than a flip phone if they want to access um, all the online resources, which are so many. There's online therapy. There's apps. There's free apps that they can get. Uh, Got Your Back is a really good one that actually was made out of Monroe, Wisconsin. And uh, there's other ones for you can do gratitude. You can do random act of kindness. You can do humor. You know, actually, the funny thing, Pam, we can pull up YouTube videos and make ourselves laugh. And that really can help just get that oxygen to your brain, get that blood flowing, um, different things like that. When they're in the tractors, 
teachers out in the fields right now, they can listen to podcasts that can help them with mindfulness or they can just help their mental health or health-wise. There's different things. Dr. Mark Hyman is a good one that to listen for a podcast. Well, and like you said, the bottom line is they've got to have access, and high-speed Internet has been the bane of our existence in rural Wisconsin since this all unfolded. Now, let's talk a little bit. We've said it over and over again. You're not allowed to gather. You're not allowed to fundraise. What has that done to the coalition? It's really hurt our pocketbook. <laughs> it really has. Um, throughout the last few, well, since 2014 when we started, we've been able to go to basketball games and hand out T-shirts and pamphlets, and they pass the hat at halftime. We could do different fundraisers, um, memorial walks. All that stuff was canceled this last year. So it's really hard, and even the people that have helped us with, like, our helicopter golf ball drop, we now, our helicopter pilot had to sell his um, helicopters, he had three or four, and he had to sell them because there was no business for a year, and he could cover the insurance on them. So we're just struggling all the way around for fundraising, but we need the services, so we... We're scraping through. You know, and people, I think, would would be under the impression that there's a lot of federal dollars out there, state dollars, county dollars, for the good work that you're doing, Sue, and you've gotten that door kind of pushed in your face, too. Yeah, unfortunately, those uh, those dollars aren't for small little coalitions like mine. Those are for someone that knows the right people and has full-time grant writers maybe in their back pocket and big organizations that they're taking money for their salaries and their administration and their building. We do none of that. We're 100%. Every penny donated goes right back into our county. Tell me, uh, give us the website, give us the contact information right away before I forget. Again, Sue Springer in from the Suicide Coalition that's in Iowa County, but they will help literally anywhere they can. Yes, we are actually branched out now into seven different counties in southwest Wisconsin because of the high need. Our uh, website is www.suicide-iowacountywi.org. And there's so many resources on there for online therapy and apps. There's articles. There's videos. We have different events coming up. That's on the front page. We have all kinds of that good stuff. Um, the text number, if you need help, is a hope line. It's 741-741. That is what most people use, and they like that one. And each area has their own um, 800 numbers, which is local, so then it helps them. Mm-hmm get what's in their own area. And we have them on our website. So go on our website and look for all of that information for your area. Excellent. Uh, Now, we were talking, a lot of this is on us uh, to try to help ourselves to ask for help or seek help out. That's tough. We've already identified that. So if I'm in a farm family, I'm in the rural community, and I'm noticing something's not jiving, something's just not right, give us some hints, tips on what we can look for or signs that we still need to be aware of. So we're not out of this yet. Uh, there, We have yet to decide how many long-lasting ramifications we're going to live with in our psyche, physically, otherwise. What are some of the hints, the tips that we should be mindful of to watch out for that may be signals? That's a really good pe- question, Pam. The number one thing is if someone's losing interest in something they normally like to do, that's a really good indicator of depression. Um, if somebody is tired 
and the lack of sleep. Although now it's tough to tell in the farming community, Pam, because they're all out in the fields and they're all planting, they're getting those beans and corn in. So they're working long hours, long hours, which is another drain on you. Um, if they're talking more about death or maybe more about uh, the afterlife, maybe a belief, religious belief or lack of religious beliefs, um, in the farming community, we don't really need to go too far to acquire means as far as firearms. But then something else I think people don't realize is the chemicals that they're using in the field. A lot of that has side effects of depression and anxiety, and that's been research has been found. We have that on our website also mm -hmm. under our Learn More tab of the chemicals that are being used. Mm -hmm. um, and if they start giving away their prized possessions and talking more about death, then's when you want to come right out, and I know it's a myth, uh, people believe this, but it's a myth. You come right out and ask them, are you thinking about hurting yourself? Are you thinking about suicide? Because you're not putting that plant, you're not planting that seed in their head. They've already got it there. If you can see that from the outside looking in, they've been feeling it for a few weeks to months, if not longer. So you come right out and say it. Now, some people that's too tough to say. Then you say something like, I'm really worried about you. Can I help you? How can I help you? I'm here for you, and I don't want to see anything happen to you. Those are very easy statements that let the other person know that you're a safe person to talk to, that you're caring, and you're open, and you're, they're not alone, that they can communicate with you their struggles, and you will help them get professional help. And then do you, I mean, do we keep that conversation going? Or, I mean, how far down that path do I go as just an individual before I literally either get them to professional help or seek professional help for them? That's a really good question because a lot of people don't even want to ask the question because they're scared they're going to get in that, that big rabbit hole and just keep going down. Really, you don't even want to say much because those problems are not your problems. They're the person's problems, and you want to listen to them, let them air their opinion, give them plenty of time to talk, have a nice private time, private space so somebody doesn't interrupt you. Then at the end of their private time that they're talking and you let them air all of their opinions, then you look up the 800 numbers. You say, let's try to get you a doctor's appointment. Let's see where your insurance covers for therapy. Let's look at the back of your insurance card. Call the number on the back. They will show you where a therapist is that's covered by your insurance close to you. Um, but I would say right after, at the end of the conversation that you've been listening, sometimes it'll be 10 minutes. Sometimes it might be an hour. It depends on the person. But then's when you start pulling off the resources and saying, where can we find a professional help? Who's your spiritual leader that you trust? Let's start building a network. Do you trust other family members that we can talk to so they can surround them and keep checking in on them and seeing how they're doing? That's another important part is just checking in, even if it's a text, a phone call. Hey, thinking about you. What you doing? You know, I care about you. Hey, the sun's out today. I hope you enjoy it. Ooh, beautiful day. Just those reminders and the positive feedback that you are thinking about them and you care. So Sue Springer's in studio with us. She's with the Suicide Coalition headquartered in Iowa County, but like she said, uh, channeling a lot of energy in southwest Wisconsin, but they will help you wherever you are. You know, when you're, you've got your quiet moments, Sue, and you're just sitting on the porch uh, looking at the surroundings, do you ever think about the damage that's been done in the last year uh, with the pandemic, all the isolation, uh, that fear factor, everybody questioning their own health. What do you what do you think in, from a professional, so to speak, standpoint, do you think the ramifications are going to be? 
I'm afraid to think about it, Pam. It, that brings tears to my eyes when he asked me the question because there's so much that's there's so much harm that's been done over this last year, and just the isolation factor. If I want to pull out one positive out of it, is I think we realize that we're all in this boat together. That I mean, we all have different ships out in the ocean, but we're all in it together. And I think it's really opened our eyes to what our elderly population really feels on a daily basis and has felt for a long time. But it's so depressing and so sad, and the anxiety just gets amped up so bad when you're thinking about your finances and maybe losing your home or losing your car or you can't help your kids through college, things like that. I, I'm afraid to even think about for years down the road. Because previous years, we haven't been taught in the rural community and we haven't learned how to do self-care. We've always just put our nose to the grindstone and worked through it. So the self-care techniques, we need to start taking care of ourselves because it's it's going to be tough. Yeah. Sue Springer along with us. Again, she's kind of the uh, lead dog when it comes to the Suicide Coalition in Iowa County, but they are always ready to help you. We'll be posting their website, uh, the numbers that you can uh, text if you are looking for immediate assistance. And like she said, by all means, have that conversation. Don't be intimidated by it, because remember, uh, if you don't try to have that conversation, what will that end up like? You don't want that on your conscience either. Sue Springer along with us.